So we were mentioning earlier the fact that South Africans work particularly hard and this is there seems to be a favor towards us when when international people are, are looking to hire or wanting to do work because we work hard, man. We work really hard. And this is before COVID was even a thing. So this morning, we're going to chat to Professor Eileen Kukumu, who's an associate professor in the Human Resource Management Department at the University of Pretoria. She's done research on maintaining a good work-life balance, especially now that working from home has become so commonplace because of the pandemic. Uh, Prof, thank you so much for joining us on Extra Loud Mornings. Yes, thank you, Nicole. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about a research topic of mine, which is very dear to me and um, on which I'm very passionate about. So thank you for the opportunity. Uh, Prof, why do you think we suffer with work-life balance so much? I think like you mentioned, um, I think the work ethics in South Africa is very high where we kind of got into the situation where work becomes everything. Mm. Um, and I think the employers did not always um, take note of the fact that we have a family life outside of work and they just demand more and more and we just give more and more to the work situation. And I think that's why we are really struggling with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think also it's not something new. It's something that has been coming along the way because of the increase in technology and accessibility. Um, so I think that people tend to work 24-7. So, 100%. Yeah. Also having mobile devices that and Wi-Fi. Yes. And now you actually have access and people can. Everything's an emergency. Everything yes. needs to. You have to check your emails because now you've got anxiety. The fact that you need to. Oh, I can't wait until Monday. Like two days. No, I can imagine. Um, how can working from home help and in some cases hurt the work-life yes, balance? That. So I think in the past, the research has shown that working from home and having flexibility can really assist employees to take more control of the work-family situation. But I think uh, we need to acknowledge that with the COVID situation, this working from home was kind of enforced on us. Mm. And um, people are now experiencing different work-family um, pressures and issues that have been alleviated or is increased now. Um, some of the issues that I can just mention or some of the challenges is people find that they now have to share the workspace with their family members. Um, I was telling my husband in the beginning of the pandemic that it's different to work from home and then it's different to work from home when your children are at home. Um, So there's a big difference because now I have to share my workspace with them and um, attending to their needs um, and their um, it takes a lot of responsibility and energy and that can be very disturbing towards my work situation. So that is one of the new challenges. And then also I think the challenges was um, the fact that there's so many variables changing in your work family situation. Um, Depending on the level of restrictions that is imposed by the government on us, sometimes employers would have asked you to be back at work some weeks you can't go back to work so there's also this change of so when do i work at home when do i work at work um, and then also yeah. the same same situation with the schools mm-hmm. so the schools might alternate open close one week two days so the, all those situations makes it very unpredictable for you to take, take control of your work situation and to, to have a fixed routine for working. Mm. Um, so that is something that is definitely different now um, and more challenging for us. Prof, how does living and working in the same space affect us emotionally? Yes, I think um, definitely emotionally because um, sometimes you you can't put 
put the emotions of your family members on hold. Um, if they have a meltdown now next to you, you can't say, I'm sorry, I'm just attending to this email now. You have to attend to them immediately. So, and that emotional, it is a kind of emotional strain um, which you kind of take with you during the whole day. So, um, mm. yeah, definitely emotional strain in the in the fact that you also have to be on high alert for everyone's needs during your work day. So you don't have undivided attention for your for your work. So we now know it's tough. Getting the balance right is difficult. Now we need to know how do we do it. So a top tip maybe for getting the work-life balance schedule right, whether you're working or studying or just having to be productive at home and also manage the expectations of family and normal life. Yes, so I think uh, for, on, for, for, for employees or for individuals to, to manage their work, I think the first, the first aspect would be to just acknowledge the fact that things are now different. And sometimes it is beyond your control, the fact that you now have new responsibilities that mm. you have to take into account. And then also to, to have grace of yourself and to understand that you are now in a transition phase where old work habits have to be replaced by new work habits. Did you just say and you have to have grace with yourself? Yes. I yes. love that. That is such a nice yes. way to put it. Just be, just be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Yes. Yes. I think sometimes people tend to to really be very hard on themselves. They yeah. put a lot of pressure on themselves to during this time to, to perform similar or even better. Yeah. And I think manage the expectations that you, you you can only give and do what you can given your family situation at the moment. So don't expect more than you can really know. Be true to your own abilities and take into account your situation and then and then it will be better. So, yeah, so do, do have grace with yourself. Um, and then also, like I said, you are only as effective as you allow yourself to be. So stop pressurizing yourself to do and achieve more, um, but rather be true to yourself and your unique situations. I was honestly um, expecting you to say, have a designated work area, have a designated drinking area, have a designated eating area, have a designated fun area. Yeah. But just having grace with yourself, I think, sort of captures everything. Just yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm. And then also, I think you're talking about having dedicated things. I think maybe having a dedicated work um, to allow Spaces. yourself to understand that if you are spending time with your family, don't feel guilty about that. Spend the time with your family because you know later on you will then spend the time in your work. So if you do work, work as effectively as you can, do what you can in that time. Um, and then in, in terms of that, don't overcommit and then underdeliver. I think that's where we're going to have to leave it for now. We'll carry on chatting to a prof in the next few. Self-care sessions. All right, we're continuing our conversation around work-life balance. Joined again by Professor Eileen Kukumud, who's an associate professor in the Human Resource Management Department at the University of Pretoria. Uh, Prof, thanks so much for joining us again. Uh, we didn't quite finish a little earlier. Um, one question that's come in, which I think is very valid, is how do you manage your boss's expectations? With us being in lockdown, a lot of people have lost their jobs. Um, people are scared to take leave. People are scared to be offline or to say, actually, I'll get back to you on Monday. I can't really do this on the weekend, even though I am at home. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of fear of losing your job or being replaced by someone cheaper, maybe, because you are not meeting the expectations that they've set really, really high. How do we manage that? Yes, I think 
uh, that's the one thing where I think organizations need to come to the party and where they need to um, open to have negotiations with the employees. I think as an employee, um, you have a responsibility to um, to talk to your manager and to explain to them the work family situation and then to renegotiate the work situation, but obviously in line with the objectives of the organization. So the organization should prioritize what is the core priorities of the organization, but then um, to renegotiate your work schedules. I think employees um, don't no longer need to be afraid to say, I think organizations are a bit more open now to realize that the, the individuals do have a family outside of work. And I think if the managers and the, there's a personal relationship and trust between the, the manager and the employee, um, after the renegotiation of the, of your work within your family situation, given your family situation, then I think the trust can be there for mm-hmm. you to say, you know what, over this weekend, um, I'll get back to you on Monday. I think mm-hmm. organizations, um, they are coming to the party in terms of that. Because, and I can say that because if I see the amount of seminars, webinars, uh, workshops that currently, um, initiated by organizations to assist employees with the, with the mental health, with the work-life balance issues, I can really see there's a shift from the employer side to really help and assist employees with this. Um, I think this, the, the pandemic has really opened their eyes to see this, but I think as employees, you have to voice this. Mm. with your manager and with your organization and manage the expectations. I think you, you mentioned that and I think that is very important. Um, rather than just say, you know what, now I, I, I'm really burning the candle on both on the end with my family. Mm. Um, I need a day or two. Rather ask for an extension than um, to say, yes, I'll do it and then you don't do it. And then that really breaks the trust. And then people don't feel open enough to go back to their manager and again ask for family time um, because they've, they've broken that trust. That's- Let's say you've got a boss who doesn't understand. They don't have a family. They are all about work and that's it and they expect the same of everyone else. Is it is it then time for you to go to HR and say, look, I've got an issue with this situation and like instead of saying to the boss because you know that the boss it's falling on deaf ears so going mm-hmm. to HR is that is that a way to, to solve it or is that or should you actually just look for a different job? I think it depends on, on, on how much you love the job and you, you feel that it's only one person that's not accommodating towards you in the organization. Yeah. Um, if it's just one person, then I would suggest going to make the HR to see if you can work around, maybe uh, report to another supervisor, uh, do alternative work. Um, I don't think you just want to leave your organization if you are happy, if it's one person that um, don't understand your situation. Um, so I think it's difficult to really say, yes, leave the organization, look for another job that or another person that's more accommodative. It depends also on the culture of the organization. Yes. If the whole culture is a very much work culture, no family, just work all the time, then that kind of culture is very difficult to, to work against. Um, but if it's just one individual, but the culture is more accommodating, then, then I would say stick mm. it out. Uh, is there a resource that you have that you can point us to if someone is looking for some more advice or somewhere we can go to to find out more about getting this work-life balance thing right? Yes. So a while back we did a webinar on work-life balance and will we ever find balance and we talked about mental um, health 
Um, and in that webinar, I gave a lot of tips on strategies on what you can do, psychological detachment and very nice aspects. So yeah, I think you can find that webinar on the University of Pretoria's website. I think uh, we touched on a lot of other aspects also there and specifically also we talked about the managers and what they should do and how do you approach your managers. So I think that webinar can really um, also assist with also with the mental health issues that people are struggling with um, nowadays. Fantastic. Prop, I think that's where we'll leave it. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Nicole. Have a nice day. You too. It's Professor Eileen Kukumura, Associate Prof in the Human Resource Management Department of the University of Pretoria. Self-care sessions on Extra Lab Mornings.